to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 299, The Ark. My name is John, and joining me every time we pay an exorbitant amount of money to show an elephant on screen for 20 seconds is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hello. <laughs> I, I, I have no good comeback to that because really the elephant was pretty amazing. I, I mean this this episode review is probably going to be about two things, and spoiler alert: that elephant is is one of them for sure. Yep, uh, and that's a great and, alternate title. <laughs> yes, I, it just popped into my head. I was like, oh, that's going to be our alternate title. Absolutely love it, <laughs> Taylor. How are you? Um, I, you know, I'm pretty well. January is uh, throwing us some challenges and keeping life interesting and keep life busy. Um, But hopefully it's not setting the entire tone for 2024. Fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're almost we're almost through the month, which is wild. Seriously. Yeah, I know. We are like February starts this week, which is already kind of crazy, which means which also means and I'm just going to use this to shamelessly plug Phenomena City Limits. Yes. The reboot season one, episode one drops on Thursday. There we go. So very excited for that. Yeah. Everything's all, all updated with the exception of of one thing that I will do before, uh, before the episode drops, but you don't have to change. You'll, you don't have to change your, uh, you don't have to resub to anything. It's just right there. It's just total rebrand and it's, it'll show up. Yeah. Although I suppose I, I think I said this last time I will need to make sure to, download the xml file before putting the new episode on it yes yeah okay you will have to do that that. (laughs) it'll undo it will check i may i may have actually already done it but i'll double check well uh, i will just try to remind you before then thank you appreciate that you are welcome (laughs) all right well should we uh get into what's making us uh happy this fortnight sure okay would you like me to go first um or do you want to go first? I feel like I always go first. You but. always go first, which is fine. I have no issue with that. But I'm looking okay. at my calendar right now, and um, let's see here. What did what did we have? What did we have this this these past two weeks? Goodness, goodness me! I'm sure I did something. Oh, I um, why can I not remember anything? Well, Royal Rumble was on uh, Saturday. That was fun. It was it was fun okay. to hang out with a bunch of people and watch uh, watch the Royal Rumble. That's always uh good um did they crown a new wrestling pope they did okay cool yeah it was great uh they you know the smoke came out of the top of the building it was yep yep it was good stuff um what what else i'm like i am uh i am at a loss here you know what you know what made me happy lauren and i on friday uh, we try to do date nights um Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. were just both so busy on friday that it was like, okay, let's just, we didn't want to make anything. So we're like, all right, let's go out to eat. So we literally got in the car and start, just started driving. And it was like, let's just drive down this street. And I, I couldn't tell you what street it was. That's uh, fine. I mean, it does sound fun. But then you forget that it's 645 on a Friday in L.A. <laughs> and we're like, no, 
no, too crowded. I don't feel that. We drove um, all the way to Encino. Um, okay. From just for anyone, I guess who would be in the know, we drove basically from um, from Valley Village to Encino. Which, uh, if, how could I put that? I feel in? like I've got to map this. Well, if what? I if I could put that in perspective for you, yeah, that would be like me driving, taking one street and driving from Campbell to uh, maybe. Uh, past cupertino okay so a decent ways a decent ways not not like an ungodly amount but a decent no. you know decent and we were just kept going i don't know i don't know if that if i want that and then we drove past a place and we went oh let's eat there or actually no we parked in this like it was like a a rich person's strip mall so it had like i don't really know how to explain it like you know a strip mall is literally just like a block of stores. This was the block of stores, but then it went in and it was like a mini mall. Mm-hmm. Um, it was crazy. And we were like, man, let's find something to eat in here. And we ended up eating at this place called Philly's best. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but I there's don't think I have. There's literally one 15 minutes from us. And <laughs> it was, it, you know, it was just fun. It was a fun little, uh, adventure. So that, that was, uh, that made me happy, and then uh, nice. I don't know. I don't know what else is. Football was fine. I don't really know if it's making me happy though. But you know, there's yeah. teams. They do things. Yeah, it's much. you know, there's other sports I follow. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that's it for me, Taylor. What about you? Well, I'll I'll piggyback on that being like eh, football schmootball, and be like, hey, the 2024 pro surfing season uh, hey. window open today. The Pipeline Pro. I am. I, I I have a feeling it's not going to run until Wednesday, uh, just given conditions and everything. But the window is open, the season is here, um, and yeah, it's right. it's my it's it's my sport. I'm excited for that. All right, great. Um, um, well, um, I am excited and happy because I really like coming off of last year's Gallifrey one. Mm-hmm. I totally had ideas. I'm like I I I you know I had my like castaway doctor my tiki doctor uh thing going on and i had a quote-unquote bamboo sonic it was all 3d printed right um and i was just like it just i'm happy but like i want one actually made from bamboo and actually using like natural products Mm -hmm. and so our materials not products and so i kind of quickly started sketching out ideas and coming up with plans and started gathering some materials. And then like the motivation just dropped out from under me. Like I spent most of like last summer and fall just being like, Oh, I should get to it. Oh, I should get to it. And just not getting to it. And, and, you know, starting this year being like, I might not have it done in time. Yeah. You know, and just being like, is this just, might not happen this time around i'm like i guess i'm okay with that you know and then i um <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if i mentioned in the last episode i got a set of like uh red translucent uh uh valve stem caps for yes bus. yes so i got a set of five right which is fine it's all four and then like the next tire Right, or an extra. So I'm looking at this extra, and I was like, you know what? I have an idea. Oh. 
And in the course of a weekend, um, the Bamboo Sonic is done. All right. And we'll be at Gallifrey One. And I'm <clears throat> I'm really pleased with how it turned out. Um, there it is. We can hear it. There it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm very stoked for that. Um, and I have I have I put some pictures on um, on the Twitter because even though I was like, I'm not going to debut it until Gallifrey one, I couldn't help myself. I got, I, I got too man, impatient. I wanted, I wanted to share it. I am so it's so strange. Like you talk about Twitter. I'm so removed. Isn't it weird? Yeah. It's weird to me. Like I'm like, Oh yeah. Twitter. <laughs> oh, that's a thing. I mean, I check, I still check it every day, but I'm not mm-hmm. like sharing on it. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I, I'm I'm really kind of like social media burned out, and I'm just like just just the fact that I remember to post tweets about our shows. I feel pretty darn <laughs> accomplished. Well, I, um, I do because well. I don't have anything. I don't I don't have anything that will schedule it anymore. I have to literally go. Oh, what day is it? Oh, it's this day. I need to do this. It's so it's so annoying. But I mean, we could talk about <laughs> incredibly. That for, forever, that's, but... Yeah, that's that's a whole other topic. So so yeah, I'm excited for that. And that will be, I mean, I, right now I'm kind of planning like Saturday to be like my, I'm really going to like dress up with the Aloha shirt and everything. Um, because on Saturday, we're actually having our Whovians Hutiki uh, yeah. meetup by the pool 1 p.m. Uh, weather permitting. Although if for some reason it is raining, I know that they've got like a... I don't know, like a large cabana looking thing out there. And so we might just do it anyway under that. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, um, Jason, the other guy who has, uh, he, he kind of like started the, the, the Tiki who discord. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, yep, I'm bringing a Bluetooth speaker. I'm putting together a playlist. You know, we're going to have, we might have drinks for the adults out there. We'll see. Oh, that's fun. I was like, all right. Um, and then of course, you and I, you know, yeah. podcast to go hosting the um, the annual podcasters meetup, yes. uh, which is now Friday Ooh. at four thirty in Program E. All right. So if if you haven't stuck either of those on your skeds yet, stick them on your skeds. Yeah, stick them on there because I, I surely do not. I'm I I don't know what ha- what happens, Taylor, when I go to Gallifrey one. I get. The pam. I think this is just like I get the thing that they print, and I look mm-hmm. at it and I highlight it. That's like how I feel I, when I. I still end up doing that anyway, you know, because I, I do like looking through it and everything. Um, I'm a little surprised. Like this year, I'm kind of like looking stuff over and looking stuff over, and yeah, there's stuff that I'm like, well, that'd be fun to see. Yeah, well, that'd be fun to go to. You know, I want to go to this and support my friends and that kind of stuff. But there's nothing. There's nothing where I'm like, oh my god, I have to drop everything <laughs> be it this one particular thing yeah um i mean our meetups aside yeah because that's you know kind of have to be there and i'm excited for that because it's it's stuff that we host and it's that kind of thing yeah um but there's nothing that's really like my showstopper thing i mean uh, yeah there's there's a couple of things that i'm interested in i mean we'll get to it i guess we don't oh yeah to bog yeah, yeah. down in this but uh, yeah, I am excited to see the Bamboo Sonic in person. Um, I'm excited to go to all the hangouts and just uh, have a 
a fun and hopefully relaxing weekend. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm yeah. all for that. Uh, and so long as airfare kind of, or not airfare, <laughs> airfare is already settled. So long as airlines, you know, yeah. stay on time, I'm cool too. And I guess we'll just do, uh, where are you flying into again? I'm flying into LA. Okay. It, yeah. Alaska, LA. literally the same flights as last year. All right. So L- LAX. Yep. Yeah. I can't remember. Weren't we talking about Burb? I can't remember. Yeah. At one time. And that, that one particular airline that flies in there, they're, they're, they're just too expensive. Yeah. Figures. I just can't afford it. It'd be I nice. mean, you're right across the street too, I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have to admit though, being, I've like looked at Google maps. I'm sorry, folks. We'll get to the news here in just a second. I have looked at Google maps so many times and I'm like, the beach is so dang close. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to go to the beach. Just take a little time away, run down to the beach, be like, hi, ocean. How you doing? <laughs> There's just and so go much back to, to do. There's so there, much well, to do and so many, many people to hang out with. It's just like, yes, time passes so quickly. Just trying to figure out lunch. You need to be like, yeah. I don't know. What, what do you want? What do you want? Well, let's go ask these people. Go ask our friends what they want. And it's like an hour later. It's like, okay, we need to actually eat now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. And I was like, oh, how long would it take to walk? And it's like four and a half miles one way. It's like an hour. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that, that feels right. Uh, I mean, is it? Darn uh, airport in the way. Yeah. You know <clears throat> what? That's why. Yeah. I was going to say, you're pretty close. Anyway. All right. Yeah. I know. I know. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, all right, let's all right. Yeah, let's look at some news here. <laughs> well, you know, I know that we have many streaming options depending on which episode of Doctor Who you want to watch, but I personally am still very much uh, an advocate of buying physical media because God only knows where it's going to end up next. And that also means that the church on Ruby Road is available to pre order on DVD and Blu ray. Love it. Um, now, of course, the link in the show notes is going to take you to a link that is going to give you like Amazon UK and stuff like that, which if you've got a region free DVD player or Blu-ray player, I should say either one yeah, is fine. Just order it up from them. Don't bother waiting because we have no idea <laughs> when American Amazon is going to have it. Nope. And this is still just a big, crazy issue that. I don't know why this is still a thing. <clears throat> I don't either, but we won't talk about it. <laughs> we won't because we'll never get to the arc. No, that'll if that'll be are. our next episode. Is us just com- like congratulations us. Now let's complain about all the things. No, it's not that. Yes, that's right. Happy episode three hundred, the complaints episode. Oh no, <laughs> no, that's not what it'll be. Oh, hi Camilla. Camilla's here now. Hey Camilla. Hi. So I, I mean, before we go further with the news, I'm. I got it. Thanks. Um, Camilla has been doing this thing. Uh, Camilla, our our littler pup. Hi, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, where she <sighs> does not want to go to bed. You want to go up there? Go ahead. And she So she goes to bed for an hour. Good girl. <laughs> She's so ridiculous. And then she will just come in here. Um, Lauren will let her out of the bedroom. She will come in here and she will just uh, sleep on the couch behind me. Oh, and then when it's time to go to time to go to bed, we get up and she's like, all right, and she just comes on in. Very cute. Good girl, Camilla. So, yeah, Camilla is in the room now. Nice. And uh, there we go. All right, let's continue. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're (laughs) fine. Hey, we we are pet friendly. Yes. Here on the show. I, you know, I have to say, I feel like on some level, uh, 
the BBC and and the folks behind Doctor Who have finally listened yeah. to fans who are like, that's great. Another promo. When are we actually going to see episodes? Right. Um, and so here it is, January, and they are coming out and they are like, new season starts in May, everyone. And I'm cool with that. Like, I don't, I don't even need to know exactly when in May. It's going to be yeah. one of four Saturdays in May. Yeah. You've, you've narrowed it down to that. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, thank you. It's not me going to be like, well, it's going to be April. Was it going to be May? Was it going to be like Easter? Whatever. Well, I mean, I can guarantee you it will not be on my birthday on May May the 4th, because that's Star Wars oh, Day. Is that actually, is, is your birthday landing on a Saturday this yeah, year? Yeah. I say as I like flip my calendar, my physical calendar. Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. So, um that. Although you got to admit that would be really funny if they were like Happy Star Wars Day, everyone. Here's Doctor Who. I'd be. I would actually love that. <laughs> I would be fine with that. Uh, and of course, in the in the BBC presser here, they uh, they are calling it season one, and I'm still kind of struggling with that. But yeah, I kind of get it. Yeah, I kind of get it. I just I don't know if I'm going to be able to call it that when it comes down to it. Yeah. So, anywho. Mark your calendars. Yeah. It's going to be May. Oh, nice. Did not mean to make that reference, but made that reference. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> um, John, yes. did you did you know that apparently the whole Mavity thing predates the 60th anniversary specials? Really? I kind of did a double take and I was like, oh my God, seriously? When I saw this, <clears throat> this is over at Den of Geek. Um, and so I was reading through this. No, don't sell my information. Go away. Um, yes, let's click on more things. Thank you. Can <laughs> I read this article now? <sighs> Please let me read. Websites. Websites these days. Yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> what it all comes down to is that a, uh, a person on Twitter was actually listening to the Big Finish audio for the Torchwood story. Ooh, it. Oh, man. Which is, yeah, I, I know. I know Woof. it's uh, it's it's quite the title. Yes. Um, would you believe there's an ood in the story? I would believe that. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. Because it's it's on the cover. I'm looking right at the artwork. <laughs> um, and so one of the characters who actually I believe uh, we saw in what was it the Satan Pit? Yes. Um, who now somehow is part of Torchwood? I actually don't know how or why about it but we're just gonna run with it yeah sure mentions in the story a mavitational anomaly okay okay so whether or not um well here let's look at this um this big finish story was released about a whole month before wild blue yonder aired okay and obviously was recorded way earlier than that Yes. Yeah. So they're suggesting that maybe this isn't just like a throwaway joke thing or, you know, I, Mm. I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, this is, this is chance. It could be. This is just chance that there is this connection. Um, But they also note that, you know, Russell has done this thing with words before, like obviously the whole bad wolf thing. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I guess, I guess, uh, um, uh, ten calling Mickey Ricky. Well, that whole I thought thing. that was just him teasing. 
him, which is fine too. But um, no, it wasn't because they went to that other dimension where that guy was named Ricky. Oh God, that's right. I see you have a tickle in your throat as well. Sorry, folks, I do have a cough button, but uh, I was like, no, his it happened. His name was Ricky. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I forgot about that. Um, so yeah, whether it it actually turns out to be part of a larger plan, interesting, um, or just what? Yeah, we'll see. We will see. But the fact that it actually existed somewhere else in a Doctor Who related property, yeah, especially in a big finish. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, and in a in a in a, in a Torchwood big finish. Yes, not even like a main range Doctor Who. Yeah, big finish. So it's kind of like I don't know, like a really underground reference. That's I pretty guess, crazy. Maybe? Yeah, I don't know. So you remember how we've been complaining that you know we don't get Doctor Who unleashed in America? <sighs> yes, we actually can if we're willing to give Amazon some money. Oh boy. Okay. Yep. So. You can, Americans, um, and American VPN users, I guess, whatever, um, you can, through Amazon, if you want to buy it per episode or per quote-unquote season, um, I don't exactly know what they're considering a season since we actually haven't had a season of Doctor Who yet with Unleashed, Um, uh, buy and view until they're not on there anymore, which means who knows if you're actually buying it. That's a whole nother. Anyway, um, episodes of Dr. Who unleashed. Huh? So granted it's a buck 49 an episode, which is what? Maybe 20 cents more than a song on iTunes. Yeah. Um, assuming that iTunes is still a buck 29. I have no idea. I don't use Apple products. We talking about crazies. Um, so, I mean, if you're willing to invest a little bit, if you want to see it, it's there. If you happen to have screen recording software, and you, uh, oh, uh, um, you didn't hear me suggest that. <laughs> <clears throat> well, um, Taylor, did you click? Have you clicked the the link to that? Are you on uh, the page? I, right I, now? I I am. I, I put the link there. Okay. So yes. Uh, so yes. It, could you do me a favor and in the What's that? in the search bar is where it says oh. Prime Video. Type, yes. Type Doctor Who. Okay. And it'll take you to oh, sort by. It's f- actually spelled. It'll take you to sort by feature right up at the top on the on the right uh, there. Oh, and, and hit enter. Oh, yes. Sort by featured. Sort it by new arrivals. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. And there is, <clears throat> I see Doctor Who Unleashed. Uh-huh. I see the underwater menace. Yes. That's what I was getting at. Oh, I was going to say, and I see Doctor Who Am I, which I think is also on Tubi. Yeah, I believe it is. Uh, but I was I was mainly hinting at uh, the underwater menace is is pretty readily available, and I was not aware of that. Um, yeah, because <clears throat> that is I didn't well, know is... that. That's wild to me. I thought we could get is... it on DVD. Like, no... and also again, why is this not advertised to us? No, I don't know. As in, like, oh, it's on Prime Video. You can buy it for ten dollars. Like, what? Yeah, I although can't do this I, <laughs> yeah, and they, I don't know why they even call it, you know, Doctor Who, the Underwater Menace, season one. Yeah. Like, but it's not a, it's not a, it's by one episode. I'm like, okay, of the four, right? Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's not a season, it's a story. I'm like, yeah. oh, you guys don't get it. But um, what I do find interesting is that on the search result page, it says from $6.99 to buy season. So it's obviously the, the standard definition. Yeah. 
<clears throat> more purchase options. It actually is discount. Oh, oh, that's why it's discounted right now. Sorry, I have a credit. <laughs> I'm like, why is it saying five forty nine? I'm <laughs> like, that's not. And I was like, promotional credits might be. Oh, whoops. <laughs> yeah, love it. I got a buck fifty. Well, there you go, folks. You can buy Doctor Who Unleashed on <clears throat> Amazon, and you can also get the Underwater Menace uh, animated on Amazon as well. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, that, I might that, call, that's, I might call an audible yeah. on what we're doing next week. There you go. We'll see um, how I feel at the end of the episode. <laughs> fair. There you go. Um, and for what it's worth, I still recommend physical media. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but I have my own feelings for that. Now, last bit of news. It's a little bit of filming news for Shooty's second season. Yeah. So if you don't want to hear it, jump ahead maybe, I don't know, three minutes. There you go. Okay. Um, just like we haven't even gotten Shooty's first season. So here's stuff. Second season, it's like, ah. And from what I understand, this article gets a little spoily as you go deeper into it. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, Shooty and I'm going to say it, new companion. Yeah. Uh, Varada Sethu, uh, who you might recognize from Andor, mm-hmm. uh, if you've watched Andor, which was amazing. I, did, I didn't watch it. You should watch it. It's good. All right. I probably will. Um, if, if, if you ever wanted to see like Star Wars, but it's also kind of like a Cold War thriller, uh-huh. like spy thriller. Okay. Andor. Mm. So good. So, so good. So um, they've been doing some um, filming down in um, Penarth um, and in Leominster, uh, and the set was dressed to be uh, 1950s Miami, Florida. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Wales gets that warm and muggy. Maybe it does. Um, but they had, you know, uh, a vintage theater right? Miami's got a lot of art deco yeah. uh, architecture. They had some vintage cars. Um, and so I believe they also were in, I think it's Hereford, Hereford, sorry, England. Um, and there, <laughs> there, there was obviously a vintage diner because the, the old vintage diner that the doctor who used to film at isn't there anymore. Right. Um, or it got rebranded. I can't remember which now. Hmm. Um, so there's been a lot of filming now, really kind of what a lot of people have glommed onto is the fact that, Oh, Millie Gibson is kind of taking a reduced role Yeah, in season two. She has done some filming for it. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really want to bring it up because a lot of people have gone into speculation about things. And I really, I feel very strongly that people aren't going to give themselves an opportunity to invest in Ruby as a character because they're like, Oh, well, she's going to be basically gone by the second season. Yeah. Um, and I hope they did. I hope they don't actually behave that way. I, I hope that they give her a chance. I love her so far based just on the one episode we've had with her. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see more of her. I'm excited to see where her character and her story arc and everything goes. Um, and I did, I didn't throw it in the show. It's because it's such just, it's like a little blurb of something. And of course it comes from, I think a, um, a doctor who unleashed or, um, some sort of commentary. Yeah. Um, and it does, it does sound like part of the reason for Millie's reduced role in doctor who in season two struggling with that. (laughs) 
um, is that she is going to be returning to EastEnders. Oh. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff at play. I mean, Shooty himself, like he was, he wasn't there for the very beginning of filming for season one because he was finishing sex education. Yeah. You know, for, for, for Netflix. So I, I, I think this might just be an aspect of kind of modern TV making, you know, they, they're, they're going for roles they can get and they're just kind of jigsawing things together as they can yeah to make everything it, work because there's been no official announcement that there's there's been no official yeah. announcement whatsoever yeah so i mean this could be block i don't know how they do the block filming but this could be a towards the, they could be filming this episode could be for the end of season two i i mean possibly or just be one episode and millie will be on set like in two weeks yeah, I, there's, I mean, there's a couple of, um, you know, um, Twitter accounts that follow kind of like Doctor Who production news and like they will like dig into people's CVs and stuff um, to figure out like, oh, well, they're probably filming these episodes here because, you know, this director and this, you know, producer yeah. or whatever, right? They really dig into that kind of stuff. Um, and And for what it's worth, I mean, it is still fully you know rumor level that you know yeah. she's a new companion yes it could it, it it could be just like here's a main character we i don't think anybody has seen like oh she's getting into the tardis kind of thing it's just like oh the doctor is running around with a new girl yeah you know it, it is yeah. a lot of it's a lot of speculation and um, reading into things yeah. in a lot of ways. And they could be right. They could be wrong. But I, I personally feel like it, it has been a lot of what I've seen is people just being like, oh, well, it's this now. So, you know, so, so Ruby Sunday doesn't matter as much. And I, I really think that that's like not cool. Yeah. Y'all. So don't do that. <clears throat> Regardless. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. 1950s Miami, Florida. I'm I'm excited to see how they pull that off. That could be really cool. Yeah, and if nothing else, vintage cars. And I'm always a fan of vintage cars. Oh man, yeah, they're gonna. That's gonna be some fun, fun stuff on yeah. set for sure. Yeah. All right. So this week we watched The Ark, starring William Hartnell as the Doctor, Jackie Lane as Dodo, Peter Purves as Stephen, and uh, oh boy, I spelt it phonetically, and now <laughs> I. Uh, 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 Anigo Anigo. Jackson as Zentos, the Freshmaker, um, (laughs) written by Paul Erickson and Leslie Scott and directed by Michael Emerson. Yeah. Uh, it first aired March 5th through the 26th, 1966 and is the sixth story of season three. That's a lot of S sounds. Yes, it is. And we have a a decent amount of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at the TARDIS Adatacor. That's right. Yeah, so this story had the possible working title of the Space Ark. Uh, I don't know if, why they called it a possible working title. Like, are they not sure? I guess. I don't know. I guess, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Eh, you know, we like a good working title, but I think the Ark is just fine. Yes. Anywho, although Leslie Scott, Paul Erickson's then wife, was credited as co-writer, she didn't work on the scripts. 
Erickson later gave his reasons for sharing the on-screen writer's credit with her. Quote, it was a personal arrangement I had with her, which is my own personal business at the time. Circumstances went into history. I need say no more than that. <laughs> okay, sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. The monoids. Oh, man. <laughs> were played by actors each holding a ping pong ball in his mouth to represent the alien's single eye the upper portion of the actor's face was hidden by a beetle wig their <sighs> hair was actually yak hair i i reserve we'll talk about this later okay 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 um peter purves might agree with john thought the monoids looked ludicrous and couldn't take them seriously as a monster uh i 100 percent agree but we will talk about that very soon <laughs> all right all right uh director michael emerson not only didn't think much of the story but also was informed that his contract as a bbc director would not be renewed immediately prior to recording the final episode <laughs> oh no Emerson wasn't even told of this decision face to face, but was simply handed a note before entering the studio gallery at the start of recording. Well, um, well, uh, well, that's all right then. Yikes. Yep. Yikes. To which, uh, to, to which he, he turned to whoever handed him the card and was like, are, are you up to something? What do you mean? Are you up to something? Uh, no. <laughs> Wow. Oh boy. That was that was a live recording from from when that was yes. handed handed over. That's yes. exactly right. Um uh this was the only contribution to the series of both writer Paul Erickson and director Michael Emerson. We'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got I got I got you one better. I got you one better. Michael Emerson viewed directing the serial was punishment from the head of serials, whose name was Gerald Savory. Oh. What a great last name, Savory. As he and Savory's wife, actress Annette Carell, had come into conflict during the making of Buddenbrooks a year earlier. Ah, uh, yes, Buddenbrooks. Good old Buddenbrooks. Yes. So uh, 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 Michael Emerson, Annette Carell had crossed paths like crossed literally crossed yeah um and so gerald Sayers is like oh here i'm gonna make you direct this episode of doctor who i don't know wow so this came out I in 66 and annette carell passed away in 67 oh dang she was 38 years old wow nice oh that's tragic yeah sorry to bring it down folks wow well there's a reason i kept the last story note for the last Monica the elephant. Oh my god! The elephant has a name. It's Monica. It's funny because she doesn't look like a Monica. No. Anyway, anyway, Monica the elephant was forced to spend the night before filming in her van outside Michael Emerson's home after the van's driver was refused permission to park at Ealing Studios. Oh my god! Yeah, what a disaster! <laughs> um, all right, Taylor. Well, you got a, a world famous synopsis for us so take it away indeed indeed the doctor and steven along with their new friend dodo arrive in a jungle and that jungle is on a spaceship sorry friends no dinosaurs but we do have an actual elephant and that spaceship is on its way to a whole new planet because earth is dying no sign of nine and rose though after two episodes it seems like the story is done and dusted cool great wait oh, but no 
Our TARDIS team lands on the ship again 700 years later, and much has changed. Can the Doctor and friends save the day and heal the past hurts on the Ark? Oh boy, Taylor, uh, overall feelings on on this. <laughs> I have to admit, I actually rather liked it. Okay. The story was pretty solid, um, even though it was kind of familiar in structure. I feel like we see a lot of very relatable themes. You know, they 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 arrive in basically the deep future. Yeah. Right? We have this generation ship leaving earth the earth is dying they're headed for what refuses refuses Um, yes which is yes and somebody makes me wonder what happens if they refuse us um i know i had to do the pun i had to do the pun i mean it's Um, the pun itself so yeah and and from the moment dodo sneezes i go oh okay people are gonna start dying yeah um you know so we have basically you know, an outbreak story for the first half. And then we have this whole, like, you know, the servants rising up and usurping power story for, for the second half. Um, all stories, you know, and story structure, even for Doctor Who, that's very familiar. Um, but the fact that they took a four episode, um, uh, a four episode story and basically gave us two little two episode stories yeah in it i i thought was actually kind of neat i i I feel like it kind of helped avoid any like real serious pacing issues there were parts where it's like "Eh, this feels kind of slow but i'm like but it's 1966 yeah you know i'm 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 used to a much faster storytelling pace watching this at like one and a half speed is actually really kind of (laughs) nice um so i when i first read you know, because this was one of the episodes I I had picked, and I was like, yep. um, I'm like, oh, we haven't done this one. I read like the the log line, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is this seems pretty interesting. We start in one place, and then we uh, travel um, through time, and we we're 700 years in the future, and we're we're in the same place. I was like, that sounds cool. I like it. Um, <laughs> overall, I I do I did enjoy. The story, I just think there was some stuff in this that was just very, like, um, it didn't really make, I don't know, it didn't really move the needle for me. But I will say, like, uh, another thing that I forgot to mention is I watched uh, this documentary called uh, The Mission. It just came out. It's on Hulu. Okay. Um, I I honestly don't know if I would recommend it, um, but I I don't know if you're familiar, Taylor, with the... uh, the North Sentinel Island. Um. Oh, oh. The Sentinelese. Yes. Yeah. I think so. This this was the story. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like a missionary tried to go out and make contact with this tribe that really hasn't had. They've had no. Con- they have barely any contact from. Uh, the modern, the modern right. civilization. If yes, you and they like like they ultimately killed this guy, didn't they? Uh, yeah. I mean, spoilers, spoilers. for yeah, for this. Um, no, it's fine. I mean, this is this happened like <laughs> a couple of years ago, but uh, yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So uh, it. But the one thing, like you know, because uh, that kind of likens to this, and I started watching the arc, and I went, "Oh, dang! It's like the <laughs> same thing." One of the reasons why, um, you know, 
you're not you're not it's illegal to go to North uh, Sentinel Island uh, besides, you know, the danger of it um, is you could endanger the people that live on that island with your modern diseases that they haven't been exposed to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, there's a whole I think I don't know who put it in place. I don't I I know a little bit about the island, but uh yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- I I went, "Oh, cuz I did not know that about this story when I started watching. I went, "Oh, that is very interesting. We have gotcha. someone with the cold who is literally just has a cold and is like, "Yeah, everybody has these." And uh, no, they don't. Um so I did like that element and I thought that was a good that's like a a good starting point in the story f- for because it's like they just land here and they're like yeah we're just traveling and the doctor's like that's cool and then it's like okay well see ya like it just feels like you know it's it's like a weird side mission yes where they just like stop here and they're like yeah everything's fine um but i did enjoy that part of the story and then yeah we you know it gets wrapped up and then we go into the future and then it's kind of like the other way around mm-hmm. um, yep, tables have been turned kind of thing you know i think i'm talking myself into liking this more than i initially thought i did nice um but yeah overall i i did it was it was good but man i gotta tell you um these uh monoids all right let's talk about the monoids so whoever designed the monoids. Uh, I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> uh, obviously, they they all the people that were cast as monoids they hated, like straight up. They had to have right. <laughs> they had to have hated them. Edmund I'm, Coulter I'm, and Frank George they hated them. They were like, I, I don't like these people. I'm I'm just impressed that at no point now this could be the film quality too, but at, at no point. Do we see any monoids I get really drooly? I it, like I cannot believe like as soon as it came on screen I went, "Wait, what? This dude <laughs> just has like an eye in his mouth?" Yes. And that's what we decided was a good thing. Oh, <laughs> I I hate I look, hated it. Look, I it's it's very weird at first when you first see the monoids on screen and you're like oh wait what they they did what and you can you know it's it's they've got makeup and stuff on you know but you can kind of like oh yeah i can totally make out that person's lips yes um and i have to admit i'm pretty impressed that you know if they're using their tongue to move the eye around that we don't suddenly get like oh uh uh, dave dave your eyes rolled back into your into your head you just you know the eye could be going any number of ways and they actually control them pretty well i have to admit um but yes they they are definitely weird i can see why people you know really wouldn't take them very seriously they're not terribly scary at all no. but it's creative it, you it gotta is to admit it's like how do we how do we how do we make a cyclops it is you a, know you know fine i get it but it's just like to be that actor and be like here's your golf ball and it's just like yeah. what are we doing here like this yep. is just weird yeah there's there's a reason that for the first half of the story you know the the monoids speak by i don't know voguing yeah i mean i I was like you guys couldn't have learned actual like sign language here like i don't know what's happening yeah Um, so it it is it is kind of silly but look i'm just going to put it out there right now 
I want to see some monoid cosplay. No, because then somebody yes. want to put a golf ball in their mouth and just well, walk it's around. it's a ping pong ball, but... Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's so dumb. I want chaos. That's we need funny. monoid cosplays. I mean, couldn't they have just... They're so... Uh, whatever. Yeah, And you know what? No, here's the thing I, I was just about to say. This is the other thing that is driving me absolutely crazy about this episode is or about the serial is so I was about to say it's like couldn't they just have maybe put like the eye over their mouth so they didn't have to ha- hold this golf ball in their mouth for like 10 hour days or however long they were filming and I was about to say well they probably didn't have it in the budget you know what they did have in the budget suddenly <laughs> <laughs> they had enough money to to rent an elephant and That's have right. it on set that's right. So I am just uh, like, how much did it take to rent the elephant? Didn't you have to have a Wrangler with them? That probably also costs money. I'm just like so confused because I've always been told that BBC budgets for Doctor Who, at least, are awful. <laughs> and now we got this full on elephant. Like at first I was like, oh, it's just the screen. And then the doctor walks up to it and I went, what the heck is going on? <laughs> And and you have to admit that that kind of that jungle set at the beginning of episode one is oh, it's pretty decent. Yeah, I liked it. Looked you good. know, and and it's not it's not the only animal they have in there. They've got like I think like a toucan, a toucan that literally just steps over a lizard. Yes, <laughs> and I think a I think it's a komodo. I don't think that komodo dragon was real. Okay, I feel but like there, there was some. Oh, you're t- that's the place. lizard that the toucan steps over. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. yeah. That yeah. Th- they do cut to something that looks like a komodo dragon, but I don't think it ever moves. I was watching these animals real closely. <laughs> I'm like, hey, are you real? <laughs> how much? How much did you Still get your day rate? Toucan stock stock photo pictures. I I can I just <clears throat> cannot believe. There Folks, a- can you imagine John's search history? He goes, how much <laughs> did it cost to rent an elephant in 1966? Yeah, with inflate. Like, I am just shocked. I Like, I could not. You know what? You know all the Monloids got on set, and they saw that elephant, and then they just shoved a ping pong ball in their mouth and went, it's a living. <laughs> so what you're saying is I actually need to get an actual it's a living um <laughs> clip from the Flintstones to put on the soundboard. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I it's mean, a living. it's great. That's wild. To <clears throat> me. Uh, but the, the story was fine. And I thought everyone, everyone did a good, good, good enough job. I, I actually really love Dodo in this episode because Dodo is basically like, I know exa- like she is, you can tell she's new to the scene here <laughs> where she's like, we're on earth. And, Peter's like, or Steven's like, no, we're not. And she's like, yep, we totally are. And it's just like, he's so seasoned and annoyed at the new person. Right, he becomes cynical. Yes. Uh, but Dodo is great throughout this. Um, I have, I feel like I might have a new appreciation for Dodo. I ha- Like, the doctor is really hard on her at first. He's like, what's this dumb outfit you're wearing? Oh, yeah, where she looks like... Um... Joan of Arc from Bill and Ted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's still um, such a great soundtrack. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Can I just say, I think that we, if we really wanted to invest the time, could do a super cut of all the times 
during his tenure, the first doctor. Hmm. And I feel like it would be three hours long. It might be. The pacing would be terrible. (laughs) The pacing would be terrible. But if we could feed the different pitches of the hums into a synthesizer, we come up with an absolute banger. There you go. Um, John, I have to say, I know this is this is set in the deep future. Yes. Planet Earth is dying. Yes. Um, I am um, pretty impressed that the Cushman cart oh my survives god. Oh, into the deep future. My god. I have so many notes about it. It's like, oh, it's so cool that this survives into the deep future. <laughs> guinea pigs. Guinea pigs survive into the deep future. We need to talk about how the doctor's like yes like i cured it it's it's all good okay we're gonna leave and they all get in the cart and just slowly drive into the jungle as they uh as they um parade wave at everyone as they leave yes i'm like this is ridiculous and it's basically it's almost as slow as oh, so I see, man. Now this is an episode we could have. Here's the different vehicles in different episodes of Doctor Who, and rate them because I feel like this is almost as slow as that one really loud go kart in uh, uh, not Paradise Towers, Happiness Patrol. Oh wow, yeah, the one that you know would reach the you know speeds of three. Yes. <clears throat> <laughs> oh man, yeah. This is uh, this is something else. Yeah, this and, and this could, I this cart they've tried to make it look futuristic. I think basically by just sticking styrofoam to the side so you can't yes. see the wheels. Yes, and I don't know if it's the fact that, admittedly, I was watching it at one and a half speed, so everything is pitched a little bit, you know. But it can still I can still understand what people are saying. But the sound that these carts make, I think, was just the sound of the styrofoam dragging on the floor. <laughs> I could be wrong. I'm willing to be wrong, but it really seemed like it. I just cannot believe. But the best part about it is they do the bit where they're like, okay, goodbye. And they all, they all slowly go away in the cart. And then they, for some reason at the end, they're like, all right, let's, let's bring it back. And they do it again where they all get on the (laughs) cart and they're like, okay, bye. And they all just go into, oh man. Oh yeah. And then when, when, episode three rolls around and the carts are still there and it's like, Oh, wow. These carts are doing really good for being 700 years old yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they really held up. That was good for, I, good for them. Yeah. I mean, so, some, some of the language references like Guinea pig and like red carpet, it's just like, okay, we're so deep in the future. How do any of these make any sense at all? Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I get it. It's a TV show. I should really just relax. I guess, but also you're watching people that have ping pong balls in their mouth <laughs> for two hours. So I mean, it's it's hard. And then you see a giant elephant, and you're like, I w- I've seen sets that are made of literal wet cardboard. How do they have an elephant here? I don't understand. Um, and 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 then if that wasn't enough, we we meet the refusions who are invisible. Oh yes, that is even. Uh, so okay, so let's just let's just recap. We land, Dodo sneezes, she kills a bunch of people. It's not a bunch, it's like three. Um they put them on trial. They're like, We can help you and they're like, No, you can't and then they do, and then the guy's like, My bad. Um which I, I actually found pretty refreshing that the guy was like, We're gonna uh 
shotgun blast you in the space uh, was like, hey, uh, my bad. And the doctor was like, oh, oh, my boy, I don't know what he said. He probably yeah, like, he, pondered he, or something. He, he, he hummed a lot. He hummed, I'm not sure what happened. But um, so then we leave. We're like, well, we did a great job. Uh, and then we're in the future now. So we're in the future. The uh, Our ping pong ball friends have, are now the overlords. Um, yeah. I wonder, here's something that I and wonder. And they have voiceovers. And they ha- yeah, they have voiceovers now. And another ridiculous design not only do they do these these poor actors have to hold a ping pong ball in their mouth now they have these um these straps around their neck that um that's not the part that i'm i'm like like jesus is ridiculous i don't know if you clocked this but there is a like it's like a triangle thing and it has like the number whatever number they are allocated oh yes but in the middle where the tr- where the point meets there is a thing that they have to open to speak yes so these poor people who have awful um you know what you know what these kind of look like these look like what's what's that it, it looks like Sid and Marty Croft drew something it fell in a puddle and then the BBC picked it up <laughs> that's what this looks like i'm right I, no no lies detected yeah. So, so John, I'm I'm gonna I'm coming at this from a uh, a practical angle. Do you have a guess as to why they would have this little thing that they actually have to make a motion for when they speak while I, they have a ping pong ball in their mouths? I mean, I assume it's for a cue for the voiceover actor or Bingo. something. But it's still dumb and stupid. <laughs> I look. I'm. I, I'm. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you one bit. You know. But there is that that reaction of like, well, why do they have to do that? These poor actors having to do this and <laughs> it just seems so dumb. And like, in reality, it probably is. They they're sitting there being like, well, shoot, how do we know who's talking when? Yeah. You know. They don't have mouths that they move. They're like, oh, well, let's come up with this. And then that can be a signal to like whoever's, you know, on set with a mic in the script. Yeah. Or whatever to do to do their voices. Yeah. So uh, yeah. we go into the future and I do love that. It's like, oh, this statue will be done. And they're like, let's go see the statue. And then they see it. And it's literally has the um, it has the uh, monoids head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which honestly i love it because that's such like a <laughs> it's not of the same uh weight but it's basically like the statute of liberty on uh, uh at the end of planet, planet of the Apes. yes yes <laughs> you scan up and yes. you see th- that it's a, a mondoid's head it's very maniacs. <laughs> so basically the tables have turned and i think like that i also did love that it was like how did you guys get here? And it's like, uh, we time traveled. And they're like, no, you didn't. And then uh, I like that the head, I think he was called uh, One. His name might have just been One. Yep. Uh, he was like, hold on, I'm watching the TV here. And then it show, it's like, yep, <laughs> the story checks out. Um, uh, so, you know, it's, I think he tells them basically like, so listen, this is what happened. We... You you kind of fix things, but not really. And then yada yada, we took over, and now 
the people are slaves. You know, did they ever mention what happens to all of the shrunken down people? Oh my gosh, I <laughs> because at the first uh, we the first thing we see is we're putting a a guy on trial for something. Uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but they're like you are you are being uh, sentenced to literally spend your life as a shrunken dude with a bunch of other people. I guess I don't know. It's a punishment. Well. Yeah, it's 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 kind of funny because they they actually shrink like a a large portion of humanity for the trip. Yes, but then they also use the the minifier. Yes, as a punishment. And they I'm use just it like okay, literally at, once. At one at what <laughs> point does the master come in and steal this technology? Yeah, and they use this thing <clears throat> literally once. Yeah. Oh, he apparently doesn't. Uh, check sealing valves correctly so they literally shrink him for 700 years dang which is seems like a lot a bit seems like a lot and then we uh do do they ever they never say yeah i don't think they do they never say what happens again unless i just kind of zoned out i mean the monites taught them how to uh how to miniaturize them that's that's what i'm reading here um and that's uh, that's it. They they're just like, yeah, we taught, and nothing happens. It like you'd think like the monoids would be like, oh yeah, we uh, all those miniature people, we uh, we just shook the trays and they're all dead or something. Like there's no line of anything that lets <laughs> us know what happened to all these shrunken people. Um, so yeah, we're uh, we're headed towards, I guess, destination, right? Towards this planet. Uh, yeah, to Refusus. To Refusus 2? No. Refusus 2 exploded, right? Something like that. Something, something, lens flares, everyone has mythical powers and is invisible. That's right. And they built, I guess, like they foresaw, 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 whatever. Foresaw. 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 <laughs> they foresaw the coming of this, of these, uh, uh, of these two races, and they're like, we built all this this stuff for you guys, but you better get along. And of course they don't. Um, and these guys see it. They're like, well, wow, this is messed up. Um, I will also say there's a scene where all of the monoids, <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but they're, hmm. they're all like, oh, and also uh, I forgot to mention, when we travel into the future, the monoids become unintentionally hilarious with things they say. Yes, I'm trying to think of an example. <laughs> well, I have one right here. I'm going to play mm. it again. What do you mean? Are you up to something? Oh, uh, no. Uh, uh, my bad, bro. What? It, yeah. It, it. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but they, they were just like. I guess I guess evolution happened. They became comedians. something like that. Um, they became there's that, comedians. There's that one scene where I think one is like talking to his counsel, and it's just so needless. Where one guy's like, "Well, what if this happens?" And he goes, "I have thought of that." And he like brings them <laughs> in closer to like whisper to them. And I'm like, "How are you going to whisper with these this crazy voice box thing? <laughs> Everyone's going to hear you anyway." Um, but yeah, the introduction of this invisible super uh, species of people or whatever they were is like, it's kind of weird, but also it it also brings in 
um, some Duggan elements to this story. Yes. Um, which is great. Um, because basically the monoids have what, Taylor? They've, they're like, oh yeah, we're totally going to bring the humans with us for sure to this totally empty planet. Yeah, they're not doing a very good job of convincing anyone the humans that well yeah anyone that they are on the up and up except that one that one human that's like no they said they would and then they have to (laughs) they have to like trick him there's always one there's always one um but the the duggan element to this is basically uh the refusans are like hey you can we built all this stuff um for you guys to like hang out and stay here and live um, but you guys got to be cool. Are you guys cool? And they're like, um, yeah, man, totally. We're cool. Oh, you guys are friendly and there's been no problems for 690 years. No, it's been all chill. Um, and one of, I think there's only one. Is there one Refusian or is there two? I'm, that's a little I'm kind confused. of not sure because they're invisible yeah. at all. <laughs> Yes, that is actually a very good point. But uh, one of them overhears um, our our ping pong bald friends um, be like, "Man, that guy is such an idiot. Uh, we're not going to bring the humans with us. We're just going to explode." Oh, the oh the the statue's a bomb. That, yes, <laughs> that's the other thing. The head of it is a bomb. We're just going to explode them on the spaceship, and we'll just play ring around the rosy down here on our new planet. <laughs> there's a visual yeah um so the refu- the refusian is like hmm, i don't think that's gonna work for me and he they're uh they're communicating back to the ship and in the middle of the communication he explodes the ship killing them uh yes. and is stranding the doctor and dodo um and that you know that felt very dug in us to be like well i gotta stop these guys what am i gonna do blow totally. it up and it blowed up real good. It blowed up real good. Um, and yeah, I mean, basically we have the uprising and then um, the voice of dad is like, you you guys can stay here if you get along. And they're like, we promise. Um, yep. And that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> Except for the very end where the doctor just about sneezes himself into invisibility oh. because, oh my gosh, this is the story that leads into <laughs> Celestial Toymaker. Yes, which is great. I was like, yep. oh man. And this one, you know, I wonder if they were like, oh, can we, get, like, at the BBC archives, they're like, all right, can we get rid of any of these? Like, Celestial Toymaker? Yeah. Uh, the art? No, wait. They used a real elephant in that. We need to keep that for. <laughs> hang on to that one. Got to hang on to that one. There's a real live elephant in that one. No, it's not yep. stock footage. The doctor actually touches. Oh, yes. Monica the elephant. Monica the elephant. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that is just really needs to. Oh, and uh, the monoids had the light gun, which was. I will say there is one really disturbing image. You know, like we have, we have our Doctor Who deaths where they they don't know how to. Oh, Camilla, where are you going? Come here, Camilla. Hmm. Camilla got like, up no, and, come here. No push buttons. I'm ready for bed, Dad. <laughs> um, we get this this whole thing where um, I actually am probably going to have to let her out of the room. Okay. Ugh, sorry. Hold on. That, you're fine. Ladies and gentlemen, the things we do for the pets that we love. And that's okay. Because in editing, we'll just make all this silence go away. 
Sorry. I also I also stood up out of my chair, so I think she was like, oh, time to go. Um, All good. So, okay, um, what was I saying? Oh, no, I've already forgotten. Oh, Camilla. <laughs> um, well, we had, we, had, we had gotten down to the toy maker. You were making a joke about the BBC, you the know, B- keeping the ark because there was actually an elephant. Yeah, a real live elephant. Um, oh, no. I can't remember. Well, I bet you anything, if we move on to the next thing, you'll remember. Yeah, and I guess the, the next thing would be, I'll, I'll play into it. Or I, not play into it, I'll just give you a little cue, and, I guess. What, the Duggan uh, scale? No. Would you recommend this? We'll get... Oh, well, um, yeah, I probably would. So you, you would recommend this? I would. Okay. I would. I, w- I wouldn't necessarily call it essential viewing. Right. But I... Yeah, I think I would recommend this. And you know what I would recommend, Taylor? Because I literally just remembered what I was talking about. See, I knew it. I knew that would happen. So we were talking about how um, the Monoids have these light guns that basically, Yo, yeah, they they kill right. everybody. And we've seen a, a yes. handful of Doctor Who deaths where, like, everyone's trying to f- figure out what they'd look like if they were being murdered by a laser or something. Um, mm-hmm. Towards the end, we get, I believe it's one of the humans gets into a, a scuffle and he is hit with the light gun and Dodo and the doctor go up to his body and instead of just, you know, him playing dead as in his, you know, he's just like laying there sleeping. This dude's arms are up. He's like holding his arms up in <laughs> like a, in like a. He's already like, what is it, rigor mortis? Gone, yeah, gone rigor mortis. And I was like, that is disturbing. <laughs> 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 um, and good on that guy because he could have just laid there like like uh, he's taking a little like nap. everybody else. But he was like, nope, I'm going to make this look absolutely disgusting. Um, I am going to be memorable 58 years from now. There you go. Um, so, yeah, that's where... That's where my thought was, and we we got there eventually. Yeah. All yep. right. Now well, now let's loop loop back around. Would would you recommend it? Um, I, I maybe I think there's some good stuff in here. Um, I think the story has a is solid. It has solid mm-hmm. bones. Mm-hmm. I just am like the ping pong ball people. Is just uh, it's. It, I get what they were going for, but it just didn't do it for me. Right, but 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 Monica. I know Monica the elephant. I mean, just to see the elephant on set is just that's pretty crazy. Right, I'm, I'm gonna be thinking about that for a while. So maybe you'll recommend the first episode. There you go. You just watch the first episode. <laughs> elephant shows up for quite literally 20 seconds. Yeah, I was waiting. I'm like, well, they'll go in the future. Maybe they'll be the elephant will be there still. And nope. I mean, it doesn't have to be the same elephant, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, all right. Well, we kind of briefly touched on the subject. Let's uh, talk about it a little more. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time for the double scale. Oh, boy. Okay. So for me, I think really the only thing is um, is is the capsule blowing up or the, the ship blowing up. Yep, that's pretty much all I've got. Uh, that that to me is is pretty much, and I I laugh so hard because it's like, oh man, we totally tricked these guys. Yep. Uh, mission to to base, we had and just ex- giant explosion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I will go with, I'll call it right down the middle. I'm just going to go with a five. I think that's pretty solid for a, a good old exploding spaceship. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I think between that and some of the, the scuffles and stuff that we have uh, uh, yes. elsewhere in the story, I think that that's fair. I'll give it that. All right. Wonderful. All right. I'm very interested to see what is behind this couch. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the close <laughs> I gotta admit, John, this story is not even remotely scary. Yeah, I don't think uh, there's really anything besides. No, I, I mean maybe the the corpse that I had mentioned. <laughs> the the one rigor mortis guy yeah towards the end and i don't even really know if that's that was just me being like oh wow look at that guy yeah he's, yeah he's he's acting his butt off yeah i i i think even like i don't want to say the youngest of viewers but but even pretty young viewers will probably look at the monoids and be like okay those guys are funny looking yes you know, and yeah. then parents hopefully will explain to them. It's like, yeah, that's actually a dude with a ping pong ball in his mouth, <laughs> and a and a and a yak hair beetle wig on, Ugh. and it'll become even funnier. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Possible lowest behind the couch scale ever. There we go. All right, Taylor. So next time in two weeks. Yes. Taylor and I talked offline about this at great length. What are we gonna do? Are we just going to hang out and talk? Are we going to do a galley preview? And I said, nay, we must do a proper 300th episode of Podcastica, which is absolutely wild to think about. I know. Um, right? And I said maybe I'd call an audible at the beginning here, but you know what? Let, let's, let's go for broke here. Our 300th episode of Podcastica will be... Planet of the Spiders. Nice. Starring Pertwee's Savon Song. Yes, which we have somehow not watched. Um, seems weird, but we're going to do it. Um, that is going to be, that's going to lead us straight into Galley. Mm-hmm. We'll have our Galley, and we'll talk about that later. But yeah, Planet of the Spiders, that is, it is written in stone. That is what we are doing. There you go. Yes, indeed. So. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha seventy one. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well. Uh, you can also head on over to SoundCloud dot com slash the NOTLG, and don't forget NOTLG dot dot com for all of your night of the living geeks merchandising needs we have um we have our saint duggan shirts yes um we have um oh yeah we have all of the all of the uh oh my goodness why the new phenomena city limits stuff. thank you i'm just yeah. i'm just trying to get to the site it's so yeah, i can I get it. tell the people what we have but guys just head on over there I mean we the phenomena, phenomena city limits uh, merch. I, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. It's top notch. Like uh, uh, there's no if, ban, ans, or buts about it. It, it. it looks so good. Um, we got a circle logo, which is great, and then we got yep. a, um, um, a a pizza pie man with a pizza that is shaped like a UFO. Come on, it's it's good stuff. Check it out. Notlg.myspreadshirt.com. Do they do they offer? 
like sticker versions of the artwork we put up there. Oh, I can I can throw those. Up. I didn't know if you wanted them. I can throw them up. Oh yes, actually, most definitely. No, they are already up. If you go uh, to oh, notlg.myspreadshirt.com slash stickers, they're up there. Perfect. And um, yeah, they are all up there. And Excellent. by all of them, I mean only our stuff. Because <laughs> I only put stickers up for the shows that are currently running. That works. Wonderful. Uh, and then uh, if you just want to donate monetarily, patreon.com slash NOTLG, just to keep the train moving. Um, and continue to shop locally, folks. Just keep doing it. Makes you feel good. You support a local shop and keep them in business so you can keep going there. And then they, they can Absolutely. keep doing the thing that they enjoy doing. Whatever that local shop might be doing. <laughs> oh, boy. It's been a Makes long sense. day, folks. Yeah, and it's late. It is late. All right. So join us again in two weeks' time for our 300th episode, Planet of the Spiders, and we'll talk to you guys then. See ya. Turn me down for what? Turn you down even more. <laughs> I'm um, that sensitive, am I? Well, that's all right, then. <laughs>